0: What has happened, everyone? It is your host of Locked On Spartans, Matt Sheehan, here with a bonus episode. But before going any further, today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with promo code On. That's all one word, On, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's right, bonus show today. Um, we had to reschedule with Graham Couch of the Lansing State Journal Me, being the smart person over here, decided to try to get him on the show in possibly the busiest time to be a Michigan State media member. Football season's going on, basketball season's going on, so we had to reschedule, but luckily for Friday morning. So we're doing the show for two reasons. One, to tell you, hey, stay tuned later today if you're listening to the podcast sometime late Friday morning. We'll have the episode with Graham Couch. And the second reason we're doing this bonus episode is... Well, we weren't actually ever going to get to a Villanova-Michigan State basketball preview with Graham anyway, so what better time to do it right now? And then also for the seven people of you that care out there, five best bets. Um, We are still above five hundred in this college football season, so if you want to... Finally, fade me. Maybe we start tracking downwards. We'll hit you with five best bets really quick at the end of the show. But yes, let's talk about the Gavit Games matchup between Michigan State and Villanova. Uh, So far, the Big Ten, more than holding their own in these Gavit Games against their Big East foes so far. But Michigan State will get their shot in Breslin Center, which is very nice. A nice little home game for Michigan State to get rocking and rolling uh, before Thanksgiving. And the PK-85 roll around. So, who on earth is this Villanova Wildcat team? If you've missed any Villanova basketball so far, well, congratulations. Uh, You really have not missed anything too inspiring. Uh, They started the season number 16 in the AP poll. And then, well, when you... Okay, you, you beat LaSalle. That's pretty good. But then you lose to Temple. Okay, yikes. And then you beat Delaware State by 10 points in a 60-50 victory. However, that Delaware State game, the Vegas spread had that one at 36.5 points. And they slopped their way to a 10-point win. So, uh, Kyle Neptune and his squad in the first season at Villanova kind of stumbling off the starting blocks here. But... Hey, maybe they get things right in East Lansing. And yes, this is still a team that is not going to be a walkover, of course. We're going to get to two players that might be coming back after we bang out the starting lineup right here. So the Villanova starting lineup, it, it consists of actually a lot of experience. They have two fifth-year seniors, just your standard everyday uh, four-year senior, a junior, and then a sophomore as well. And you know what they don't have? Finally, finally uh they don't have an all-american big man who's going to be a wooden award finalist just like the guys that Michigan State has played the last two games of course in Oscar Shibway plays on Kentucky and then Drew Timmy also the big man on Gonzaga both those guys gave Michigan State the beats inside and Villanova is this is a classic Villanova team you know they've got some athletes uh, no one's really Physically imposing as far as height goes. So in their front court, they start two guys that are six foot eight. The first one is Eric Dixon, and this is their leading scorer so far: eighteen point three points per game, four and a half rebounds, and also one point seven blocks per game. So this guy is—he is imposing when it comes to just build. No, he's not going to be tall or anything like that, and no, he's not quite you know the six foot ten that you get with Oscar Sheway, but. Eric Dixon, six foot eight, two hundred fifty five pounds, doesn't shoot the three necessarily a lot, but he can shoot it. Yeah, you know, he shoots maybe two or three of those per game. Shoots at a okay clip for a guy that's six foot eight, two fifty five, but he does take fifteen shots per game so far this season. Safe to say that. Well, the Wildcats are running through him. Uh, Brandon Slater. Look, he's your classic Villanova player, just solid athlete all around, solid on defense. Um, That'll be a good matchup, actually. Maybe one of the keys to the game here, one of the top keys to the game, I should say, is how is Brandon Slater going to do against Joey Hauser, a guy that just blitzed Kentucky for 23 points and 8 rebounds as well? Again, we are not going to let Joey Hauser's rebounding performance go to the wayside here. I'll bring it up one more time, so... Brandon Slater, how good of an athlete he is against Joey Hauser, that will be a top key to the game right here. Now, of course, Villanova uh, is really predicated on guard play year in and year out. They have Caleb Daniels, 6'4 guard. He is the best shooter on the team so far this season, 58% from three. Of course, that's not going to last all season, but safe to say that he is on a hot start to his year. And he's also shooting 92% from the free throw line as well. Now, as a career, he still is a good shooter. Last year, 38%. And so that's going to be one guy that we're going to look for. I'd imagine it's going to be Caleb Daniels against A.J. Hogard. Or maybe Jaden Akins will be on him as well. They also have Jordan Longino, 6'5", fine player, very athletic, good motor, good defender. And then point guard Chris Archie Diacano. Now, if that last name sounds familiar, yes, his brother Ryan Archidiakono was the point guard on Villanova's national title winning team from a few years back. But I'm going to be honest, Chris Archidiakono, their point guard right now, besides just getting cardio every single game, I'm not sure what he does. Uh, He does not shoot the ball that well. Uh, He logs like high 20-ish minutes per game. He's just there. So Villanova can have five bodies on the court at a time and not take a foul. That's the only reason for him starting in this lineup. Now, with that said, yes, Villanova, slow start to the season. That is their starting lineup. However, they are looking for two guys to return to the team to get them back to being that top-20 team that they were supposed to be before the season, and look no further than Cam Whitmore. 6'4", sorry, 6'6", Forward, I should say, five star player, top 15 kid, lottery pick. He has missed the start of the season with an injured thumb. However, he has been practicing for Villanova as of late. So, this could be the season debut for a kid that is just an athletic freak. A kid with the high motor, strong defender. Honestly, like this is who Villanova wants year in and year out. No, he's not known as this lights out shooter. So really, his hurt thumb, I, If you're worried if that's going to jack up his shooting motion? It, it could, perhaps. I'm sure it hurts a little bit, but that's not really how he makes his game. He is just a, a slasher, high-motor kid, finishes under the rim, above the rim. So this this Cam Whitmore fella, if he plays against Michigan State, that adds a whole new dynamic to this game on Friday night. Uh, maybe you'll see him guarded by Malik Hall. Uh, maybe Jaden Akins, although he's just two inches uh Beneath Cam Whitmore, maybe AJ Hogard gets a run at him. But yes, uh, seeing what athlete Michigan State is going to pair up against Cam Whitmore, if he plays, uh, is going to be interesting. And there's one more player too. This guy averaged 14 points a game for Villanova last season. Six foot four, Justin Moore tore his Achilles against Houston in the Elite Eight, which is only a few months ago. But man, modern medicine is incredible. Uh, he is he's working out. He's—I don't know if he's a full go or not, but uh, yeah, I just read an interview with him, and he's chomping at the bit to get back on the court. So we'll see if the the medical team gives him the okay. But yeah, I don't think he will play. But Justin Moore is another guy to keep your eye on as far as guys who could well turn Villanova's early struggles around. So that's the personnel. Beyond that, Villanova so far just a lousy rebounding team. Maybe some of that has to do with well, they're starting two guys that are just six foot eight. Which that's funny as a guy, you know, I'm I'm five foot nine, and that's funny to call someone six foot eight, just six foot eight, but hey, in the world of basketball, that does matter. But yeah, just really struggling on the boards so far this year, so maybe that's something that Michigan State can exploit so far this season. Uh, other things we'll be looking for: hey, Jackson Kohler going against a not first team All American. Uh, That's not to say that, you know, their front court players in Slater and Dixon aren't great or or aren't good, I should say, but they're not going to be elite or great like you got against Shibway, uh, (laughs) for example. Uh, Hey, I also want to see Akins, you know, last game against Kentucky, he looked like the best athlete on the court for most of the game. Can he still do that against another team that is always littered with just raw athletes? seemingly at every position, and then where does the offense come from if Joey's shots are not falling? Of course, we want to see Joey's shots falling, but hey, look, Villanova's an athletic team. Joey has some issues against athletic players sometimes, look no further than the Gonzaga game for examples of that, but hey, he also, he also made hay against Kentucky, but still, humor me here. Let's say that the shots aren't falling at a 4 of 7 clip. Where else is the offense going to come from Michigan State? We're still in the early stages of the season here to find out, well, who's going to be the guy if, well, the first option isn't showing up or the second guy. So, yeah, that'll just be another fun test here to start this season. Now, uh, really quick. BetOnline.net has Michigan State as minus five and a half point favorites. And BartTorvik.com, the website we always, always, always reference here. They predict a 70-64 Michigan State win. So there you have it. And really quick before we get you into the rest of your either Thursday night or Friday or weekend or whatever. Uh, first of all, hey, come back. We're going to have Graham Couch here. Half hour show. A little bit of football. A little bit of basketball. I'll sneak a World Cup question in there at the end as well. But 5 Best bets to get you through the rest of your morning, night, afternoon, or whatever. Last week, we went a crippling one of four, and then hey, we're still 31 28 and one on the season. We lost the under 40 in Michigan State versus Rutgers. Yikes. We missed, oh my God, this was the worst beat of the season so far. And by worst beat, I mean like furthest I've been off so far this season. I picked over 65 in Texas versus TCU. We only came about 28 touchdowns short of that. I lost Illinois minus 6.5 versus Purdue, and then over 77 in Wake Forest versus North Carolina came three points short, but hey, we got Penn State minus 10 versus Maryland. For this weekend's college football slate, Michigan State minus 10 versus Indiana. A lot of my confidence comes with speaking with Jacob Rood of Lockdown Hoosiers in yesterday's show. I, don't, I haven't talked to a fan of a team more dejected than he is about his Hoosiers, and unfortunately it's for all the right reasons. Michigan State has got to take care of business on Senior Day. But it will be odd weather. You know, it's going to be a borderline snowstorm going on in East Lansing, so we're going to go under 47 as well for that. I like under 63 in Ohio State at Maryland. Ohio State, of course, they got the look-ahead game. They have running back injuries, but they're also playing against a team that, as checked out of the rest of the year, like they always do in the Maryland Terrapins. Don't expect anything from them as always when the month hits November. I have UCLA plus two and a half against USC because every time November rolls around, the Pac 12 just seems to cannibalize itself. So, hey, why not take care of the last one lost team in the conference in the Trojans? And then, last but not least, under 46 and a half in Notre Dame versus Boston College. If you need help falling asleep at night, I implore you to throw on Boston College football because, holy smokes, whenever I tune into them it's uh, so a news fest. So yes, that's going to be under 46 and a half there. So to recap under 46 and a half, Notre Dame versus Boston college, UCLA plus two and a half versus USC under 63 in Ohio state versus Maryland under 47 in Michigan state versus Indiana. And then our Spartans minus 10 against the Hoosiers again. Hey, tune in later today. We got Graham couch coming on the show, football, basketball, the whole kit and caboodle. You know where to find us locked on Spartans. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode. Hope you had a good time. We'll see you in a little bit.